What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Smooth, Smooth Black, Suave, Nigga, Hefe Hilton, King Black, the heartbroken people healing himself. Yo, this is Larry Hilton, and this is a motherfucking couch session. I don't know what number this is, but hey, we live and I, and what is it? We live and direct. There we go. <laughs> um, let me read off my notes real quick. This gonna be a real well. I thought it was. I got a little lick in my system right now. Um, I thought it was going to be, well, it's going to be a really emotional session for me to get prepared to hear and see me cry. I don't give a fuck. This is something I don't think I've ever talked about in the over a year of having my own platform, being able to talk about what the fuck I want. Uh, this is something I don't think I've ever like literally sat down and talked about for a whole session. So I'm pretty sure y'all know what I'm gonna talk about since y'all hear the instrument instrumental. I want uh, we got some very special guests in the building today. Uh, I got my little cousin. She don't, I got my little. She don't like me calling my baby cousin. You know she only a year younger than me. This is my baby cousin. I got my little cousin Antonia. Don't do that. Oh, excuse me. I got my baby cousin Tony. In the motherfucking building day. What's up, Tony? What's good, Larry? Oh, not <laughs> shit, not shit. And, and, last but definitely not least. The beautiful co-host, Mermaid Queen, is in the house. Yes, with your sexy ass. What's good, baby? What's up, baby? How you doing? Good, how are you? you look good. Thank you. <laughs> um, name of the session, normally I come up with my sessions after I listen to it. But I'm going to go ahead and name this session... Motherless child. Cuz, how you doing today, man? Not man, but you know. <laughs> hey, I talk to you like you my nigga. You my cousin, like. <laughs> how you doing today? I'm alright. You alright? Chill. Okay, okay. It's Labor Ready Day. For this interesting conversation. Yes, yes. We in a. Deep. This is the. The first relative on the show. Did I get a reward? <laughs> you get an edible. You want an edible? No. Uh, I don't know what to tell you then, cuz. <laughs> um, today, y'all, we're going to talk about everyday life of living without our mothers. Um, hopefully, this could be relatable to everybody out there listening. Um, shoot, I know my me and my cousin known each other since... I'm pretty sure her answer is the same as mine Since we can literally remember um, We lived in the same neighborhood Literally next door to each other I would jump the fence and be in her yard Yeah <laughs> We were waving each other through the window Because yes, you had your the living window. room window right there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Through the window Shit We used to ride bikes bikes around the goddamn neighborhood together Fox, Shout out to Fox Chase Village Um what else? What else? Yeah, it's my motherfucking cousin, yo. It's my goddamn cousin. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you on the session, yo. Well, I'm glad that I am here. Yes. So, um, you ready to get into a uh, motherfucking con- conversation? Let's get it. Let's jump right into it, yo. Um, let's talk about our mamas real quick and the relationship we had with our moms. You want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll let you go first Because Mermaid just passed me the blunt <laughs> So just what? The relationship in general? Yes Um. Tell me Tell me about your mom Cause tell me about my, my Aunt Lisa Tell me um, 
what she was to you, what she is to you now. Tell me about the relationship y'all had, stuff I might not know. You know, if you want to share, like, stuff the world may not know. You, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you find out uh, that your mom, your motherfucking best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know, tell me a little bit about you and your mom's connection. Well, my mom, oh, my mother, she was a very special individual very the moment that she would smile it would literally light up the entire house facts her smile yes her smile and her laugh was so contagious so contagious you had no choice but to laugh or smile with her i don't really remember a dull moment did i get my ass beat by my mom yeah you know. What you get your ass beat? Hold up, Lisa, we give you whoopings. I got a good example. I never forget this day, and I blame David. <laughs> David had poked me in the eye, right? So I poked him in the eye back. David go crying to my mom. My mom came and she slapped the That's, shit out of me. That sounds like David. She slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> I was so upset, so upset. But yeah. I try to stay away from my mom because after I saw her beat Donnie with a bat, oh, I, I, I took my distance. She beat Donnie with a bat? A metal bat. Donnie a, a big mother. Bat. Donnie a big motherfucker. I mean, he ain't so big now. I was in now. the shower bugging. He's not big now because he's lost probably like 200 pounds, 250 yeah. pounds, something that's like good. that. But Donnie uh, a big guy. Mm. You yeah. seen her. Donnie's a big guy. Mm. Donnie's a big guy. He got in trouble. <laughs> Donnie's a big guy. Well, at that time, even to this day, from I seen I seen his pictures. I see Donnie pictures now. His latest post, and I still question. Hmm. I wonder if I could take Donnie. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. That yeah. nigga is. He probably just got more agile. Like <laughs> I ain't got time for it. Donnie got muscle now. I think that's his whole thing now. Exactly. The, he lost the weight. He slimmed now down. He's, now he's trying to bulk up. Yeah. Donnie, I'm on the goals, you brother. You have to pass it to me because I don't wanna. Knock this over. I ain't know you wanted to hit the blunt. Yeah. Go ahead, go well. ask that before you pass that. Much because I don't want to go to sleep on the microphone. You good? You good? So yeah, finish, finish telling, telling us about Aunt Lisa, man. Yeah. What what uh what uh role did she play for you? Like in your life specifically, what did she do for you? I wanted to be my mother. When I found out I was pregnant, I said I wanted to raise my daughter the way my mother raised me. I think she did an amazing job. Great. And when people say I look like her, it just makes me feel so much better about myself. Because I could never, the way I think about myself, I could never compare myself to my mother. I feel like I would never be my mother. Mm. Because she was such a strong, strong individual. Her personality is, you know, you can't match that until my child came into this earth. Yes, you really could not. When, when I say I get to my mom, when I say, and Lisa is my favorite aunt. Mm-hmm. I'm eating y'all, excuse me. <laughs> me and, and my lovely lady. And my lovely cousin, we cooked out on the grill today. Nice little spread. 
Oh, you said what? Nice little spread. Yes, all. Mm-hmm. A mini Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving all over. Again. Right. Mm-hmm. That way. That, <laughs> that way. That way. But um, Lisa, she never judged me. It's my it's my turn to hit the blunt. Oh yeah. She never judged me. You know what I'm saying? If you know me, yeah, she was so open minded. If you know Mac, not Larry. If you know Mac. <laughs> You know, uh, I got in trouble in school. I got in fights. I ain't had the best relationship with my mom. I seen, if you was to look at me as a teenager, you would think I was a little trouble. A little. Where is like that? We'll get into the fights later on. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and Lisa ain't never judged me. She took me, she accepted me as I was. Simple as that. Yep. Simple as that. That was my, and I, I say this proudly to all the other aunts that's listening. <laughs> Yo, Aunt Lisa is, was, and is my favorite aunt. Simple as that. Um, Ashtray, my mama, Renella. And Rennie. And Rennie. <laughs> Um, my mom. What's the question? What uh, what type of relationship did you have with your mom? I, mean, I know you mentioned that your relationship wasn't so great, and it sounded like it was in result of maybe the particular behavior of you. I, I remember say, Matt used to come in the house crying. Uh, I remember. Um, I would say my relationship was not so great with my mom, simply because I didn't know how important. Your mother was. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Um, <clears throat> shit, my mom was dope. My mom did what she had to do as a mother, as a parent. Um, my mom only had one child. Let me like this one. My mother, she only had one child. Hold on, real quick, y'all. Oh, you got it, baby. Um, shoot, it was just me. Dude. Tony, did you know that I had tumors around me when I was in my mother's stomach? I had like all no, these no, different, no. I had all these different tumors around me. And after my mom had a C-section, uh, she had to go into emergency surgery, and like nobody really knew she was gonna really be okay or not. She ended up being okay, <clears throat> having a, a healthy baby boy. Um, you said what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Having a healthy baby boy uh, on August 6th. But um, what else? My mom was just, uh, I, 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 my mom had three jobs at one point. And when you had three jobs. Yes. So, so in, in one word, you could say what role did she play? What, what would it be? It sounds like provider. More yes, so. my and mom really was, was a provider. Yeah. She, she was she, the, the hustler. Yeah. My mom was a hustler. She provided for me. She made sure that her son had everything he needed. Now, niggas say, Mac, you was spoiled. Larry, you probably, oh, you were only child, you spoiled. No, my mother made sure I had everything I needed. Not everything I wanted, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I needed. Um, yeah, my mom did what she had to do. My mom set the example for me to always want more and to never quit today. 
niggas hit me today. You saw me, baby. You saw a text message I got today. A guy said, uh, bruh, um, I forgot what he say. He basically was like, yo, you're you're mad consistent. I'm proud of you. He said he was he said I'm I'm proud of you. And it's just like, I appreciate that, bruh. Like, this consistency that I think that I give, um, this cons- you know, me not giving up when I want to give up, when I feel lonely, when I feel like I'm a I ain't got nobody out there in the world. Like I think about my mama. She ain't never give up. So why the fuck would you? And would your mother want you to give up? Hey, nah, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So keep it motherfucking pushing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So what I want to hear, I want to hear uh, about y'all whippings, y'all spankings, like the maybe like the not necessarily like the worst one, but the most extreme weapon that you got from your mom. Well, I can't be in this one. Because oh. well, I right. got most of my assholes from my daddy. Exactly. Oh. I'm gonna tell you right now, it wasn't okay. from my mama. Okay, okay. Because I say you, you had you, man, you had a conversation the other other week, um, mermaid, and you you had said that I guess me you was talking about the babies. Yeah. Shout out to Gigi and Nana, the beautiful yeah. little mermaids, beautiful little girls. Yeah. Um, you had said. We was talking about something And in your statement You said There's something about mothers And just being overprotective And just really like Loving their kids And just being there for them And just being that pillow mm-hmm. That cushion of comfort That's why I believe our mothers Ain't whoop us Because we was They was the Cushion of comfort Yeah And Uncle Poppy <laughs> Was the stern one Like Shit I don't wanna do this but your mama love you too much to put her hands on you. So I'ma have to and do it. And you know you did something bad when your mother did uh-huh. put her hands on you. Uh-huh. So tell, tell us about tell us about the the a whooping, cuz. Tell from us my about, dad. From your dad. Tell us about a whooping. Since Aunt Lisa would so she never whooped you is what you saying. Your I mom, mean, she probably gave me like a, a spanking. Spank, like a little, but whatever. me and my dad was so, like so, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and yeah. the way my mom used to put it She was like Tony you and your dad Continue to get into These arguments and these fights And you you know Y'all butt heads because you are just alike And she was like I can't stop neither one of y'all From trying to get y'all point across mm. Only y'all can do that Oh my god Me and Tony done got in a few arguments It's <laughs> it, very strong and passionate. Do you understand? Yeah. You heard what she just said, right? I do. I want to get my point across. Yes. What am I known for doing? Trying to get your point across. Say it again. Trying to get his fucking point across. Oh, I never noticed that. We got two motherfuckers <laughs> trying to... Nah, I don't see your point. You want me to see your point, and I want you to see a whole different point. Like, yeah, two motherfuckers that... Tony always got to get her point across. I had to learn Tony, just like I had to learn you. And I had to learn you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, don't, don't. Cause Matt don't like to be told that he's wrong. Very true. Huh? Very true. <laughs> you don't, you don't like to be. You like, you're one of the people that's like, you gotta, pr- like, you really do. Like, all yeah. right, you say something, and then later on down the line, if it happens or whatever the case may be, you come out and be like, I was right. See, see, that's what I told you. And it's just like, yo, you definitely do have to get your fucking... You have to make sure. Nine times out of ten, I'm right. 
I don't give a fuck. What <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Nine times out of ten, my discernment, my spirit, my intuition, what I what I'm feeling is right. I give you that. Just like everybody in this motherfucking living right room right now is is in tune with their spirit, and when they soul and they spirit tell them something, it's like all right. Yeah. Got it. So what about when like all right? What about when your mom kind of like approached you on some shit? To, to talk to you about, you know, whatever it is that you did, like how how did you take that that type of criticism or her talking to you, like how you think I took it? I probably got defensive, okay, as a teenager and didn't know how to control his towards emotions. Your mom? Huh? I towards your mom? Huh? Towards your mom? Defensive, yeah. Yes. Oh well, my God. Because yes. it had to be, it had to be about school. I was a teenager. It had to be about school or. Or not cleaning up or something like that. That's it had to be that. something. I remember going over to your house, Matt, and you would be rushing to get his room clean before Aunt Rennie came home. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shit. Remember them days, you'd be like, Mom, take out the chicken, and the chicken better be thawed out before <laughs> I get home. You like, I got you. I'm like, should I hear that garage open? <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Let me go ahead and take this goddamn chicken out, yo. Like, ma, this chicken just was froze like a motherfucker. <laughs> it was really frozen, ma. But um, so what's... when it so um, you know, sounds like you both have a pretty had a pretty good and still do, of course. Oh, I didn't get to tell you about my beatings. Your beatings? Oh yeah. yeah. Let's get into your 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 weapon. I want. Let's hear. Like like Tony, my mom ain't beat me. Okay. I don't. I can't remember my mom beating me. I don't know what it was. I. I don't. I honestly, don't think my mom had it in me to beat me. It's which. Is, which is why she had okay. Betty to do it. Oh yeah, grandma. <laughs> my grandma. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, she had my grandma to do it. My grandma used to have that switch. Mm-mm. You what? had to go get it. My grandma made me go get a switch one time. <laughs> And I got a I got a, a dookie ass switch. And she and she made me she tried to make me go out there and get another one. Mm-hmm. And I told her, nah, my niggas outside. <laughs> I ain't saying my niggas outside, but I'm like, I'm not doing it. You just gonna have to beat me extra bad because I'm not about to go outside where other kids is playing and, and I'm picking a, a a limb off of a tree. Nah, I'm okay. You gonna have to beat me. My to I guess till today. I'm still working on my pride. <laughs> I guess to the day I'm still working on my pride. So yeah, my grandma, I mean my mom ain't never really beat me. It was my mom that was the uh enforcer and my grandma was a goddamn muscle. Um Tony. Yes, sir. Do you mind sharing with us how your mother passed? I do not mind. Over the years it's gotten easier. For me to, you know, talk huh. about it without going into a huge deep depression. That's gross. So, um, it all started mm-hmm. when me and my boyfriend at the time, we're not gonna say no names. Okay, Kyle, you know, probably listen. You know, I was about to say, like, are you talking about such and such? Yeah. Um, I remember because he was there with me. And my mom was in her room. My dad was with the BAM church at the bowling alley. And me and my boyfriend at the time were in my room. And I remember hearing her scream. 
And this so, was the start of it all. This is the start of it all. Okay, something I don't really know. No, yeah, nobody. I'm mean, nobody really knows besides who was there and you know what was told to the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. But this was firsthand me witnessing it, and I had no idea what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. I was so terrified, and so I heard her scream, and me and my boyfriend went at the time went into her room, and um, you talking about long hair. Well, it wasn't long. No. It was like braids. No. Are you talking about big nigga? Big nigga, yes. Got you. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't a big nigga. This nigga was a brawny ass nigga. No, like, he was not. I wouldn't. Oh, I, if I was the. I shoot the nigga. If we talking about a nigga, I'm not going to fight him. I'm going to shoot the nigga. We're talking about dark chocolate. I'm going to shoot the nigga. <laughs> Shout out to the nigga I'm going to shoot because you a cool ass nigga. And you still hit me up to the day. Well, yeah, you a big ass oh nigga. Oh, my God. But yeah, I'm listening. But um, we ran into the room And my mom was like I can't feel my leg So I was like Okay well Maybe it just fell asleep So I started massaging her leg mm-hmm. And then I asked him To call my dad So he called my dad My dad called the ambulance And then when the ambulance Finally came Come to find out She had her first mini stroke Gotcha After that mini stroke She actually You know what Rewind that It all started with her vertigo she had vertigo first. She had it for like a month, and then she lost her eye, her vision, I and her left that. eye. She had the patch. She had the patch on mm-hmm. her left eye. Still and cool as hell with the patch. I used to. I hated going into Walmart because people would just sit and stare at her. And my mom had to like literally like shake me because I was crying down every single aisle, almost beating this one little white kid because he was literally staring. I'm like, yo, what are you looking at? Mm-hmm. Like, mind your business. Just off, just off of an iPad. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So, and then, but she got her vision back after what, two, two months maybe? Mm-hmm. And then everything was fine. No vertigo, vision was fine. And then I don't know where she had that mini stroke. From that mini stroke, she basically went downhill from there. So, without going into full detail, she ended up having either between three or four hemorrhages. Um, she had another maybe one or two more strokes. She had a couple seizures. Um, she ended up uh, losing her voice completely, and she had to relearn how to talk. And that was around my right before I started my senior year in high school because um, when she was in therapy, when she had her last hemorrhage, um, that was when I went to New York before my senior year started. And when I came back, she was you know. And if I'm not mistaken, even through all this bullshit that Aunt Lisa was dealing with, she was still a ball of joy. Yeah. She had her moments. Yeah, of course. You know, and I'm a kid, you know, taking care of my mom that, you know, because my dad had to work during the day. Uh Uh-huh. You know, night, excuse me, night. And so, um... When I get out of school and he was pulling know, a lot of weight, I it was remember a lot of weight. He was pulling a lot of weight. When he was going to work at five o'clock in the morning, I would come downstairs, and oh, I he was would, living in Havelock at the time. This was yeah. When we went, this was when she was that completely paralyzed yeah. at the time, uh-huh. and I was helping her get to the toilet, helping her take a shower, and I took on a, on a big role and I tried to be there as much as possible for her as I could. You say high high school last year? I was at least, when she first became paralyzed completely, Um, I was 16 going on 17. Yeah. And then um, she lost her voice 
before I turned 18, because I turned 18 in October of 2010, and um, that's when I that's when she forced me to go to New York because she knew everything that I was kind of going through. She was like, "Just get away." Yeah. The rest of the family. I remember sorry, that. Hearing like, this, she was like, "Nobody just, wanted me to go." <laughs> she she Nobody wants you to live to your life. Like yeah. she literally, at least I remember that time. She was like, "Yo, Tony." I don't remember her saying it. I remember like hearing the words around, like, yeah. "Yo, my mom and Lisa, like, Tony, go live your life." Right. I'm going through some stuff right now, but you cannot yeah. pause or slow down life because of what I'm going through. Something because literally from my sophomore year to that current time it was all about her mm-hmm. and I was perfectly fine with that and um, and then of course she had a couple more seizures and then she officially passed away from a heart attack so. I remember that day it was the day of it was the day, day of after, another fr- of, it was after another funeral at Pauline's yeah. and that, that day, day was wild was, I remember that day I remember that day very visually from the start of it to the, the day that I got the call that my mom died. Yeah. That day of the funeral, while everything was going on, she told me before you know she got in the car that she was going to come back for me. And she never did. So, and for a while, I hated her. Because mm. I felt like she gave up. Mm. And... Sometimes people just get that day. If I remember that day that correctly, it's tiring. It was a lot. It's people that it's not being said in this story who cause a lot of stress that shouldn't have. Yeah, not only they have a funeral. And, and definitely, I think we're already losing the grandmother. And we the already. The next day we lose the daughter. We lose the daughter. And then, what, a year after that, we lose Papa. Mm-hmm. So it was just like... So now there's only one child left. Yeah. Of the grandparents. So it's, you know... A lot of people don't know everything that my mom went through. And everybody knows my mom. Yeah. Everybody knows Miss Lisa Smith from um, Horizon Academy... <laughs> All the way up to JT Barber. She drove. She was it wasn't a teacher even a perma- assistant. It wasn't even a permanent teacher. She was, it was a, a teacher, teacher assistant, assistant for first grade and third grade. And she also drove the buses for um, the special needs kids. It was hell when they found out that my aunt was a teacher's assistant. <laughs> what? Larry, go to your aunt's class. Fuck. Right. <laughs> right. God damn it. She's going to tell my mommy. I used to, <laughs> I used to try to go see my mom. <laughs> I used to use every. I used to make my arm turn red, yes, like by scratching it really, really hard. It's like girl. I gotta go see my mom, and I just go sit right at her desk with her. That's love. <laughs> <laughs> Inflicting pain on yourself, right, mom? <laughs> She's like, Tony, you gotta stop doing that. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, I wanted to get out of class. So, it was. What what year? What year uh, did she transition? Um, 2011. 2011. So it's been nine years since then. Uh-huh. Okay. Then what? Three weeks before I graduated high school? Mm. It's three weeks before you graduated? Mm-hmm. So how, you know, from there, I know you said that you kind of had some type of, like, resentment, you know, for your mom because you felt like she had given up. But 
you know, going throughout, I guess, the rest of that year, besides having that feeling, like, how did it, like, really affect you? Like, how did it affect you with her not even being able to attend your graduation? Like, it was, I felt empty. Mm-hmm. I just, when I, luckily she was there with me to uh, check out some colleges. So the college that I went to was Chuan University, and that's the one that she just loved. Loved, good. Nobody else in that family understood why I went. Okay. Gotcha. And you know, and it was just like I. Needed I didn't to know go. why you went. Like Chuan is like a random school. It's like, very random. Chuan. in the middle of nowhere. You got ECU. Look, you got it's A&T. A, on top of this, get this it's is a this, Christian. Is it close to like you? New York? Is it in like close to New York? It's like no, an hour. It's no, it's in Virginia. Virginia. Oh, no, okay. it's not. It's like. Okay, so Murfreesboro, ever heard of a Husky, Mac? No. Okay, so a Husky is probably like an extra 45 minutes from Greenville. And um, from there, it's like an extra hour and a half from a Husky. So it's about a two and a half, three hour drive. Okay. But it's like 20 minutes from Franklin, Virginia. Okay. Look it up on the map. Gotcha. It will be there. It's one street <laughs> and one huge ass college. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. And Lisa, that was my homie right there. But, but yeah, to answer your question, I mean, I wasn't me. When I went off to college, I said, I'm going to be a completely different person because I don't know who I am anymore. And when I say my cousin was a whole I was different a hoe. person. I'm sorry. Say it again. I was a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yo, you know, I was a Christian boy at the time. So I'm like, I'm hearing all these stories of my little cousin just living her life. And I'm like, Me and now? my roommate Samara, she from Baltimore so too. Samara, that sounds that's, like that's my little rat. bad bitch right there. Yeah, come on, you wanna go? Um, but it does something to you. Yeah, you know, my high school graduation, the walk across the stage. I don't know if any other, you know, people who graduated with me remembers. But it sounded like I had one of the biggest applauds ever. Wow. Because everybody knew my mom and everybody knew wow. Nana. Everybody knew Miss Miss Hilton, the, the front desk secretary lady. Yes, when you was late for school. <laughs> yes. That mm-hmm. was it, right? Yes. Nobody liked her. Nobody. But everybody knew her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony, for saying that. Like, I'm glad I ain't the only one. Nobody liked Everybody used to be like, Tony, why your grandma so mean? Yes. I don't know. I just be brushing it off and I walk the other way. It, it got to the point. <laughs> But people was asking me, see, Tony last name different from mine, but we got the same blood. Now, me and Pauline got the same last name. It's her grandma. It's her grandma, though. Yeah. So the thing is like, oh, so are you related to Miss Hilton? It got to the point where I, I started lying. <laughs> I told you I was getting in school. I was getting in trouble in school. I'm like, nah, that's my, that's not, I'm not related to her because she was fair tone. She was, she looked, yeah. she could pass as white. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her white side, she's she's biracial, but her white side is way stronger than her black side. But when you talk to her, she a nigga, right? We talk. Nana was sharp okay, at the mouth. Right. Okay. Yes, she was very sharp at the mouth, and she was born and raised up north. That boy. She was an up north girl. <laughs> Everybody was from up north. My dad was from up north. My dad is from New York. Mm. <laughs> I thought he's from Mississippi. Mm-mm. Okay. My dad was born and raised in New York, moved to Mississippi, 
with uh, Madeer. Madeer. I remember Madeer. Indian. Right? I think so. Look, I don't know. I tried to do my ancestry. I don't know. She, I remember from what I <laughs> Because when, looked, when my dad did Indian. It, my dad don't have Indian in his ancestry. So I have no idea because Papa Smitty, my dad's dad, looks Indian. Mm. Uh. And it's just like, it doesn't make sense. So I just kind of <clears throat> left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, My mama, Renella, how she passed uh, was from breast cancer. Um, nobody, she didn't know. My mom was sick for a whole year, had cancer for a year, and nobody, she, the doctors, nobody knew. She had lost, she had lost 100 pounds in a year. I think it was Did like- Did you know? Mm-mm. My mom ain't tell me nothing. And- How, it, how old were you at the time? You just graduated high school, right? When she passed? Nah. I was 20. Three? 21. 21. I was t- 2013. Yeah, 21. Yeah. I was, so, yeah, two years. I was 21. Um, <clears throat> no. How old were you? Man, I graduated in 2011. I was 18. And I graduated, what, in 2010? I was supposed to be 09, but I graduated 2010. But you're only a year older than me. I was supposed to graduate when oh, I was 17. Okay, gotcha. Not 18. Okay, okay, so, okay. even when I did graduate a year later... It was like I'm still the right age to graduate, but um, yeah, she had cancer for a year. She had lost 80 pounds, and she thought it was her diabetes of why she couldn't, why she was losing so much weight over a year, and uh, she found a lump in her breast, and she went to go to Richlands, uh, this doctor in Richlands, and she was taking X-rays for the longest, and never, uh, they never found anything. Um, and October 31st, uh, I believe it was two, excuse me, 2011, because she battled with it for two years. Um, 2011, um, she got diagnosed with breast cancer. Stayed, when she got, when she finally, she found, so what happened? She finally went to the doctor because she was, she knew that something wasn't right. And... That's when they was like, you're in stage four cancer. And it was like, God damn, like, we didn't know. <clears throat> Hold on, let me, let me get the blunt real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what happened? So by that, you know, it had spread from breast to her stomach to her bones. That's all I can remember. So it came from breast cancer, stomach cancer, to bone cancer? It spread. You know how you can catch it before it get mm-hmm. before it spreads. Yeah, that whole year it had been just spreading, and she didn't she didn't know it. Um, and I do want to take this time, uh, even though I don't go to the doctor as I, I am, I be even though everybody should go to the doctor, I be more concerned of our, our black women. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My mom didn't go to the doctor, and this this is this is her words. She didn't go to the doctor because she was scared. Yeah. She knew something was wrong. But she was too scared to go to the doctor. And by the time she did go, it was too late. Nobody could do anything. Um, so even to this day, it's like, yo, go get yourself checked out. If you feel like something wrong, go go handle that. <clears throat> but um, yeah, 2013, 
Um, yeah, she just cancer. If anybody, we all know what cancer does. And matter of fact, my mom, Aunt Pauline, had passed because she had cancer. And she had told me that, because I remember Aunt Pauline coming in uh, Aunt Pauline's house, Uncle Jackie's house, and she was just in her bed in the living room. Yeah, this was, she was in hospice. Uh-huh. And hospice. she was making her peace with everybody. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I'll never forget, my mom told me, um, cancer is humiliating. People have to wash you. People have to help you go to the bathroom. And I never forget, my mom was just like, it's, it's, a, it's a bad disease. Cause you can't, it gets to a point where nobody can do anything for you. And she ended up with that. Um, so yeah, it's not really a long story. My mom got, had stage four cancer and we never knew it. We, we none of us ever knew it. Um, shoot. So after, so after she transitioned, how did it make, you know, you feel? Or like, you know, what was your feeling towards the whole situation? What was taking place for the rest of that time, you know, maybe even within that year after her transition? Well, I started drinking. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you, I started drinking. Did uh, I remember, <laughs> my mom had kicked me out, um, out the house. And let me light this blunt real quick. Pass me the lighter, please, baby. Hey, give me this. Okay. You don't mind. <laughs> um, my mom, uh, what was I talking about? My mom kicked me out. And I remember I wasn't fucking with my mom for about two months. I ain't talked to my mom for two months. I didn't give her a solid conversation as a son for two months. Because, it, yeah, it was delighted, not hit it. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Uh, you said how did it affect me? Um, you said you started drinking. I started drinking. I, I never forget. I came in the house. Um, I, I moved back into the house because my uncle was like, Mac, where are you staying? I was staying with a married woman whose husband was in Afghanistan and did not know that a, a nigga was staying in his house. I wasn't dealing with this married woman. I was just, I had shelter. That's all I needed. And so after my mom passed, my uncle was like, I guess he knew something wasn't right. He was like, Mac, just come home. So after my mom passed, I came home. And I think a couple days had passed, he found a bottle of liquor, unopened, strawberry or cherry. I think it was strawberry Smirnoff vodka. And that was the first bottle I ever bought. And he was like, Mac, please don't start. Don't please like he was like please don't start drinking don't turn to drinking and I ain't listened to him and for a good two three years I was just drinking cause I was hurt and drinking helps I ain't even gonna hold you mm-hmm. that alcohol do something to you to this day I'm sipping on that vodka right now <laughs> <laughs> yo to this day. Vi- uh, liquor do something it, it, it helps you get it just fills that void it fills the void mm-hmm. and um that's that's what it that void that's 
that's that's a big thing. When my mom passed, it was a big void in my life that I had until this day am trying to, to feel. Yep. Um so the bad part at, at one point I was drinking. Um what else? How did it, my mom losing my mom, how did it affect me? All right, what about, like, you know, in a positive way? Like, how do you think? Well, my mom, like I said, one at one point had three jobs. She did what she had to do to take care of a, a son. And she had a house. She paid the mortgage. She owned a house. She had a Cadillac. She owned a car. Like, so the good hustle don't give up no matter how hard it is even if you don't ever reach your goal you never the fact that somebody gonna remember you everybody gonna remember you because you never gave up um but yeah just like the good is my mama made me a hustler my mama made me realize not to give up to keep striving like to always want better i said i said it before on the show my mom went from a trailer to an apartment to a broke a, a bullshit house to a brand new house from a Ford Taurus to a Honda to a Pontiac to a Cadillac you know what I'm saying like always always uh, strive for better so niggas always hitting me up yo Larry I'm proud of you you keep doing this you keep doing that like yo it's my mama Simple as that. My mom made sure her kids were straight. I don't have, have her, her child was straight. I don't have kids or a child, but I want to do. I do want to make sure that whenever I do, I'm on the plan to greatness. So I already have greatness set up for them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. what about you, Tony? How does your mom? How did your mom passing affect you in a good and bad way? It affected me badly for about five years. You know, I That's just, a long time. Yeah, very long time. I didn't know what too? to do with it. You was drinking too. I was drinking. Mm-hmm. I was fucking. I was <laughs> sucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing everything once again to fill the void. Yeah. I was ignoring my emotions. I was in my own little world. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to turn to. I didn't know who to talk to. I couldn't trust anybody. And you can't trust nobody because you realize how good, how real your mama is. Yeah. That's the only person I wanted to talk to. The only person that truly had understood me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, And when Tony, I could yes. not talk to her, I felt like there was no need to talk to anybody else. I feel you. So that void stayed for a long time. Yeah. Until, you know, I met my good best friend, Angelica. And she helped me. How many years did it take you to find Angelica? When I moved to Charlotte and got the job at Convergies, I met Angelica when I started. She was on my first. I She just went over to night shift. And I started the day shift because they had openings on mm-hmm. you know her old team. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, well, you can get paid more on nights. So I went to nights. So maybe within like four months of me getting the job at Convergies, me and Angelica immediately clicked. I saw her necklace and I started asking questions. And it was to this day, 
That's my twin flame right there. Okay. She my soulmate. Okay. She know that. Right. <laughs> but she helped me along the way. If it wasn't for Angelica, I honestly don't know that where word, I would that be. Twin, that word and words, twin flame again. Oh my god. Yeah. No, but for real though, like so you, you can have a twin flame that's not a significant other. Yes. yes. Best friends. Yes. Yes. So is Jamel my twin flame? No. I don't think so. How you know? Because if so, y'all would be on talking terms. Mm-hmm. We are on talking terms. It's my motherfucking brother. No. Shit happens between people. You would, you would literally be doing everything it is that mean you do. Yeah. You would be doing with him. Yeah. But any everything that I have gone through since I met Angelica, Angelica knows about. Same thing, vice versa. So, mermaid, are you my twin flame? <laughs> I would say so. I, I would. I would definitely say so. You like. You like me, but the boy version of me. I can see that. Real talk. Like real talk. That's why we we butt heads like we do. We like, be, me we be, my, like me and my like me and my dad. We be head butting, y'all. We be head, but we don't be butting heads. We, we, we be head butting. And she got a big forehead. <laughs> no, I'm playing. You um, shit harder though. So, does the Aunt Lisa passion affect you? How did it affect you in a good way? We don't really know. We don't really talk about the good ways people pass and affect us. She made me realize how precious life was. Once I understood her death, she made me realize how precious life was altogether because I didn't understand my purpose here. And I used to be in awe when, because my mom was paralyzed and she could only use one arm. I can't remember if it was her right or her left. But before she had got really paralyzed, she had her own jewelry making business. Oh, lovely. And she was still making jewelry with one hand. With one hand. Yes. And I used to Jordash, stand over. Jordash. Jordan. Jordan jewelry. Jewels. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. I yeah. like that. Jordan jewels. And yes, um, I remember. I used to just stand over her and watch her with the the little pliers mm-hmm. and the wire and mm-hmm. how she would stick the um, end of the string in her mouth and and bead onto the string with one hand. And I'm just like, you're fucking amazing. Like, I don't see how, I, I don't know what I would have been done. Like, I don't know how I would have reacted if I was in her shoes. Mm. I would have been ready to give up. Yeah. Even good. though she completely lost who she was, she still tried to keep that ambience. Mm. So to me, I need to make sure no matter what I go through, I keep my head held high, Absolutely. regardless of what has been said about me, what ha- what obstacles I'll face, what obstacles I've already faced in the past, mm-hmm. and just to be kind. Mm. She was so kind. Mm. She just loved. Mm-hmm. Literally. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to allow yourself to love and be hurt. Even I remember, once again, boyfriend from that time, you know, I laid on my mom's leg and she just rubbed my hair. And she was just telling me how, and I go by this. I know I I probably don't sound like it, (laughs) but I go by this. She used to say, Tony, you are an apple tree. You are the orchid, is is that what it's called? Yes. There are so many apples at the bottom of the tree that any man can just pick and reach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the ripest one is going to be at the top. So if that guy really, truly loves you, 
he will get through those other apples. He'll get through those twigs, those leaves, those insects. The mother hoes. The mother hoes, exactly. Gosh, hey, I'm to get to the main one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But I've. It's, she's just. She's inspired me to continue. Um, so what about so you you both are uh, have mentioned something as far as like relationships okay so since your mom has transitioned how to how do you feel like that has affected you with your relationships and connections with men I mean it sounds like she was kind of like look you know what I'm saying definitely take care of yourself and if some man really is right. worthy, then they gonna put in the work. But allow yourself you, to love, but don't be a fool. Right. But from your perspective, how do you feel like it, you know, affected you, like your relationships with guys? For the longest, um, all I knew with her was family, mm-hmm. was love, and once I lost that, I was trying to find it in all the wrong places. Okay. I was trying to force it mm-hmm. because I literally lost everything in that one day. Mm. Feeling, of, Family, feeling that void and all of that too. Love, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I lost everything. Mm. And I was trying to make my own because I couldn't get back what I had. That led to a lot of trust issues, a lot of, you know, am I worthy of being loved? Mm. Because the people who loved me, they they leave. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom left me, and I knew she loved me unconditionally. My grandfather left me, and I knew he loved me unconditionally. And it's just like, I don't want to feel that because maybe I'm not worthy of being loved. Mm. Because if they try to love me, they might just leave. leave. Mm. And so that messed with my self being able to love like yeah. were you able to did you feel like you were able to love I thought I was okay I mean we can ask my baby father I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know cause unfortunately he was around the time where I was still trying to figure out what exactly love was mm. I thought I gave my best you know I thought I was doing what I needed to do but maybe I wasn't but then the more I started to hear my mom's voice and say, Tony, your love for yourself is is what matters the most. And I just kind of just, you know, followed with that. And when the right person comes, I'll know how to truly love that person. Mm. And they'll know how to truly love, love me you. Love mm-hmm. so, mm. you. So. Know. Okay, so... I know that while Cuzzle was out here doing her thing, okay, you were seeing all of that taking place within, you know, the transition of her mom. How did it affect you and your relationships with women? Did you did you have relationships with women? What did what did you go through? What type of connections did you have with women after your mom transitioned? Um I realized that even to this day, like, I'm glad I realized it. it I, I will say it took me longer to realize that my mom truly loves me, right? And truly cares about me, truly wants nothing but the best for me. 
I didn't realize that till her last two years on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did it affect my relationship? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. that I know I know <laughs> that most of these women out here don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Most of these women just want to know what you can provide for them. Most of these women aren't looking to truly love you. And you mentioned this word earlier, unconditionally. My mother, my mother uh, loved me unconditionally. So when I date women and I realize that they don't love me unconditionally, basically I want all the... <laughs> My boy, shout out to my man, is Nigel. He's been on the show for quite a few times. Um, <clears throat> Nigel, a mama's boy. I don't know if he is now, but he used to be. <clears throat> and one day he said something that really like threw me off. And I did not get it till later after my mom passed. And he said that he wanted, he would, he would want it to be with somebody like his mother. And I thought that was the weirdest shit ever. Until I realized, like, damn, Renella a hustler. Renella always strive to get better. Better. Renella was low key fly. You know, she always stayed dressed up. She was corporate mm-hmm. America, so she stayed dressed up. She stayed in the nail salon every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Get her shit ready. Her hair stayed dead. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? I've never seen it. I've just been a couple times I've seen Aunt Rena in her little purple nightgown with her body. <laughs> Purple nightgown. Yes, yes. like something like this. Like, it'd be a nightgown. It'd be a long, like, old lady, dashiki-looking nightgown. Yes. Um, but, yeah. It's so, basically, like, what I look for now in women is, is, is how my mother treat me and loved me. Loved and treated me. Yeah. It's what I look for now. And if I don't get that, I don't want to fuck with you at all. I don't want you in my life. Yeah. Because I know what love feels like. Mm-hmm. So I want to be loved unconditionally. Like my losing my mother fucked my head up. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't like niggas. Li- y'all listening right now? Like not just like yeah, that fucked that fucked my head up. No, that shit caused mental problems. And, um. So <laughs> any woman that coming in my life, I'm gonna let you know. Like yo, I got a bad attitude. Shit <laughs> before my mother. Well, my mother knew was I had a bad attitude, got quick temper. I'm a little emotional, you know what I'm saying? And after my mother, it was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Shit, shit got, shit got yeah, bad. Weird. Shit it got, gets weird. Yeah. Like, it, it, it really affected me and it still affects me mentally. Like, I'm still fucked up yeah. that I don't have my mom. Were there, like, were there times where you kind of, like, thought to pick up the phone to like oh, yeah. call your mom and then realize like mm-hmm. like how how often was that like how often was that taking place like I texted my mom yeah 626-3393 I texted her for a little bit hey just I knew I wasn't gonna get nothing back but I was hoping like who knows what yeah. happened I never texted or called. I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to do it mm. because then it would remind me that okay, she ain't here. Right. Right. I went to Facebook. 
because it was the most realistic thing. Mm-hmm. Because it had like recent posts and yeah, you know things like that. And I'll look at her pictures or I'll look at the um, the family videos just to hear her voice. Yes, to see her. Tony, you you made my day. You made my year a couple years ago, and. For the longest, I had a voicemail of my mom's voice, mm-hmm. and I think I got a new phone, thinking that iPhone was gonna hold my old. Keep it backed up yeah. in the cloud. And whatever. It, it didn't, and they hurt me. It's like fuck. I have my mom's voice. I don't have it no more. But then I ended up moving in with I got Tony. I on the videos. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I ended up, and my mom was telling me, Matt, don't do that. <laughs> 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 it's something. But we back in the '90s. I'm like seven, Christmas. eight years old. Yeah, Christmas. And I can hear my mom's voice. I'm like, yo, that that sounds so amazing just to hear my mother's voice right now. It's yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so any any dreams? I've had a couple. Can't really remember. I remember. I do remember one dream. I had. I was in my grandfather's old house in Trent Creek. He was sitting in the tan lounge chair <laughs> and I was walking and this was after he passed and I turned around I said what are you doing here he said I'm here to tell you that your mother is fine mm. and he was like we're okay mm. and then I was like what are you talking about and then he was like you know what I'm talking about and then he disappeared <laughs> mm. and I'm just like I woke up like wait what <laughs> what just happened right and so I've had a, a dream I've had a couple dreams about my mom some were bad some were good some were you know my own guilt playing against me you know so she was basically in that dream she was disappointed in me but I think it was just me disappointed in me and I was trying to reverse it somehow mm. I don't know but I had I don't have clear. I'm trying not to. You're good. I'm mad at how Tony is hitting the blunt with us, and she ain't coughing not one goddamn time. She got good lungs. I don't. I guess the <laughs> lung. I guess I. I shit. It comes from smoking too many damn blacks. <laughs> Facts. Oh. Um. Tony, where do you think you'd be if your mom was still in your life? I would have graduated Chawan. I would have had a degree in graphic communications. And I would have my own photography business. And I would have my own magazine. Because that was the plan. She was doing photography before I was. I introduced Matt. Did you? I did. She's been, she been waiting for years to say this right. shit. Years. <laughs> she caught it live. Live. Y'all hear it. Look. <laughs> Mac and Kendrick. You're I welcome. Know, I don't know about I don't know about that because I was I don't know if she introduced me. No, because you, know, you got to realize I was in digital media in high school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was the one making the football tapes for the uh, TV news. Fire. She so, was. She was so in the. I school. had the cameras and stuff, and Mac started to use my camera because my mom bought me a little small Fuji film. I did use Christmas. your camera for a little bit. Yep. And, and then when, it when was, I told you I was going to Chawan for graphics but we had classes in it had to be before that though it had to be before that because in ninth nah hold up tony hold up tony in ninth grade i asked my mama shout out to my mom man you was too focused being on uh, a christian rapper look, okay first of all 
In ninth grade, I never, fig- I never forget. In ninth grade, I asked my mom. I said, "Mom, can you buy me a digital camera?" And she bought me one. And she said, "You better not break it." And I broke it. Right, <laughs> I sat on it. It was in my back pocket. Oh, Lord. It was in my back. Hey, you talking about me? <laughs> it was in my back pocket, and I sat on it. But um. Yeah, so Tony, you might have, you might have like you know what? Let me do this shit. Let me try this shit. <laughs> but yeah, she was doing photography like like I had a whole. She was doing it in school. You, wait, but I used to show you, my mom my pictures and everything. Now you sit and watch the morning announcements and you watch this like old, whole edited video. Like oh, that's pretty cool. Like who put this shit? What student put this shit together? Right, right. Her. So, yep. I did the sports. I did okay. it. Yeah. You know. And then we did some other kind of like um, bullying video. That shit was hilarious, but um, but yeah. I so mean, you you graduate. So you saying that if your mom was still living, you would have. I would have stayed. I would have graduated. Cause she would have made you. She would have made me exactly. Mm. She would have been like, no, Tony, stop. Right. Because I don't like that. I went to Chihuahua one because it was I didn't know no one there from New Bern, and that was the whole plan. But my mom really loved. She never told me why, but she loved it. Mm. And um, she knew. It was a Christian school. She thought she wasn't going to be there. No, look. My mom was just like me. She saw, look, literally the day. And Lisa went to a Catholic. And Lisa and Jackie went to a Catholic school. So you know they was wilding back in the day. Look, when we went to go to my, not orientation, but to visit the school, Mm -hmm. fine. Dark chocolate me was just it was it was in the the it was called Squirrel Park. They were just out there playing football and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. This I was like, Ma <laughs> She said, Tony, you better behave yourself. I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I was cause I left and I don't know why I left. I left because I didn't know where I wanted to be. I couldn't find myself. I thought Chawan was a good choice for me because my mom chose it. But then I saw on you know commercials about the Art Institute, and I thought, oh, maybe I should go to Charlotte. Remember, I wanted to go there for the a little bit. Yeah, and you told me it was expensive as a motherfucker. And then I was like, maybe I don't need to go to school at all. Maybe I can start my own shit. Mm. I didn't know what I was doing. When your birthday, October what? Thirtieth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We got a lot in common, man. I believe it. We got a lot in common. Um, what was the question? Where um, I would be, but yeah, I would I would be a very successful woman right now. I you think are, I don't think I would have went through woman. all of the troubles that I went through to get to where I am. Mm. I'm starting to think that success, that word success, is not what we think it should yeah. be. You are a successful woman. I'm proud of you, Tony. I'm gonna let you know right here. I told her. I don't know. I, I think I told you sporadically. Yeah, I, you did. But yes, yeah, so I, I told her in the private, just me and her talking about you. I'm proud of you. You got a beautiful home. You got a beautiful daughter. You got your own whip. You got a good job. You getting good money. I'm proud of you, yo. That's success. Mm-hmm. Your mother would be proud of you. And I didn't your dad see is that. proud of you. Yeah. Trust me, me and your dad have plenty of conversations about you. Like that's, and the thing <laughs> is, you know, between you and my dad, that's the only person out of my family that has said. They were proud of me. And honestly... Marker, what, hour and three minutes. You know I'm going to post that. You done? We just passed oh. you the boy? Right. Like, damn, I just sat down. Like, I'm passing it to you. Psych, psych, psych. But, uh, yes, you are a successful woman, yo. 
um, have we had made certain decisions. Hell yeah, I wouldn't. I, I would have went to school earlier than I didn't start trying till last year. I would have went to school eight years ago. I went away a decade to think about it. Yeah. Hell yeah, my mom. I never forget my mom. You probably would have went to Chawan because at the time, once again, you were still dire Christian. Mm. Dire Christian. You would have been a Christian Mac. Ugh. Yeah. I still, I still eat them yams. I still eat the candy off them yams. Girl, you better stop oh, playing, girl. Real shivering. <laughs> That's a shiver. Uh, I say, don't make this this thing go X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Shit, yeah, I would have went to school. My mom, never forget my mom was like, Matt, you can take a year off. Like, Matt, take a year off. You had a hard four, five years in high school. Take a year off. <laughs> you had a hard five years in high school. It's my turn. Oh, shit. Mermaid be ready to hold the blunt. This is smooth. Where are you getting me from? My nigga Blaze. Shout out to my nigga Blaze. You know what I'm saying? You know who you are. You know who you is. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the wife and the kids. You know what I'm saying hitting us Why with this. Why are you rhyming everything? Hey, I'm not smoking. That's what he does. That's just what he does. <laughs> that's what I do. You don't Hey, when I'm on the mic, I'm on the mic. You know what I'm saying? I get in character all the way. But um, I would have went to school. Shit, what else I would have did? That's the. Only, I think that's the only thing I probably would have done is go to school. My mom just wanted me to have education. Yeah. My mom, like Kanye West, uh, mama told me go to school, get my doctorate. Somebody said, you know what I'm talking about, right? When he was, wire. Yeah, I think so. He was like, my mama told me go to school, get my doctorate, something to fall back on, you could profit with. Uh, like, that's all my mom wanted me to do. She didn't, my mom didn't even tell me to go to college. She told me to go get a trade. She said, Matt, go to trade school. Who? Your mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, okay. but all the trades that she told me, I didn't. See, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. didn't do research to find out more trades either. Yeah. So all I know, all she. So what trades was she? Was she trying to fixing uh washer and dryers? HVAC. HVAC. <laughs> yes, HVAC. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, they do make good money. Being yeah. a plumber, yeah. like being a plumber. I see you as a plumber. That's being a trash man, so, so much. As much as your ass crack be showing, oh my god, yo, the plumber, oh my gosh, mama friend, I'm just trying to tell you that's perfect. He shoulda, he shoulda. I'm, yo, she trying. I'm about to push him back into plumbing. Fuck, since since I'm about to be, yeah, yeah. Yo, she trying me right now. My ass be out because I ain't got no ass. <laughs> <laughs> my pants always falling that's out because I ain't got no ass to keep my pants up. But um. Hell yeah, she wanted me to get a trade, but um, I never went. But I, I will say, I think my mom would be proud of me today for, cause it's funny, my mom used to call me lazy back in the day. You still are. Mm. Oh, you heard that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Anyways, she used to call me lazy cause I didn't want to work. And I think it all comes full circle now. And it's not that I didn't want to work. I didn't want to work for somebody. Yeah. Cause so, I was just about to say, I still feel like even if you did go to school, you having your own business was still part of your path. Oh yeah, hell for yeah. sure. Hell yeah. Um, I think my mom would be proud of me. Um, that's I, I think that's the only thing I would have done differently if my mom was still here today. I would have went to school and got an education like my mom wanted me to do. Even though niggas out there today ain't using their degrees. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, you know. I can use my sister for, well no not really she is kind of using her degree but my sister has a lot of degrees 
I'm not mistaken. She probably had to get to. I know she did like hospitality. Oh, then she did business she at did um, ECU. She did and you know, it's just like even when you I heard see her, like, her brother making money. Which yeah, the sister. I think my brother's a drug dealer. We're just gonna leave that as that because I don't know what the hell he does. He got to be like if he's a if my brother is selling <laughs> cocaine. Period. If he's okay. if he's selling bricks. <laughs> if he's selling bricks, then he's my fucking ghost because he's my fucking. You look at him. Nobody will fucking he, know. He, he, he wear. I never forget Donnie. Oh, excuse me, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that's not hey that's not his government so anyways i remember one day he was just like hey bro i go up in in my top office my top floor of this building with my jeans my my name brand shirt and my jordans and they, they want to say shit but they don't say shit to me because i'm their boss right donnie even though we have i don't we've had our difference we've had one difference in my 28 years of living um donnie is an inspiration donnie yeah. is a motherfucking I, I role model yeah, he's a role model. He he a hustler. He a husband. Or he's a husband. Mm-hmm. He's a father, and he motherfucking getting that money. Like he's a art. He's a <laughs> he's an artist. Man, Donnie used to draw. He don't, he don't tap into his artist side though. He tap into his business side. I, I would like to think that's yeah. You would have loved to see Donnie's artwork back in the day. Okay. Portraits like okay. portraits. Realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. But yeah, Donnie, so, Donnie, that motherfucking nigga. Shout out, cuz. I love hey you, Donnie. man. Hey, Donnie. Hey, bro, bro. Yeah. Hey, re- ever see this? Regardless of all this, send it to him. Send it to him. Regardless of all this shit, I still love you, cuz. You, you my motherfucking role model. I told you this before. So, yeah. Man, what's up? What else on my nose? Yeah, what you got to say, baby? No, I was getting ready to kind of, you know, lead y'all, oh, lead y'all on out. Okay. Um, So... You know, everybody. No, it's not your turn you after smoke, me. You can't smoke and talk at the same time. Why time? can't I? Multitasking at its finest. It really supposed to go to act. You want to hit this? No, you don't got Because if I said take two more, I'm probably knocked out on this. That's it. <laughs> on a session. Um, so you know, everybody is throughout life is working on soul searching you know finding finding themselves finding it finding what it is that you're going to do for the rest of your life to take care of handle business and ultimately at the end of you know your life and your time here you have you play a certain part you know what i mean you have a certain purpose for why you're here and why it is that you're doing what it is that you're doing and with that being said, like, what do you feel like your mom's legacy was? Like, what was the reason for her living? Or um, even even within the transition, because I, I, you know, I lost an aunt, and um, you know, I felt like maybe her purpose in life was to uh, see the union of different family members. You know what I'm saying? Marriage, because she had passed basically right after um i think her daughter got married or something like that somebody got married and um she was even like a part of the wedding and everything like that so she kind of just was that person that was bringing people together so in that sense what do you feel like your mom tony like you know what do you feel like her legacy was Exactly that family, and I, and I do want to say I think it is crazy how both our mothers brought the family together. Yeah, it was family. Like my mom was the glue to the family. Mm. 
it was she was the one who went all out for Christmas. Mm, let me find out Christmas. you a good co-host. So you just skipped to the last question. I'm straight. Which I'm leads into this was the leads into this a good segue into the next that, that Those other questions. Ones. Uh-huh. Yes. So yes. Family. Okay. Let me do this. Family. Okay? I'm family. a co-host for a reason. But family. So bringing yeah. people together. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and what about what about you, Larry? What about Mama Ren? Her legacy? Yes. <coughs> Dear Mama, I would like to thank my mom's legacy. I don't I, I don't know how to fully answer that. I thought about this question earlier today. Her legacy. What's would be to go ahead. What would it if if this helps? <clears throat> what is it that is going to be carried on? from your mom even though she isn't here a strong mental state I know it's not material but it'll it'll bleed into my children mm-hmm. okay. um, sometimes I feel really weak in the mind like I can't handle what I'm going through or I'm not I don't know how I'm going to handle what I'm going through but sometimes I sit there and think about my mom. Like, Shorty was ho- raising a whole goddamn man. Mm-hmm. And I was just, my dad wasn't there. He was there, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? That did, as much as I talk to my dad now and how my dad is in my life now, it wasn't like that when I was in high school. I would skip, I would ignore my dad's phone calls. Like, I wasn't talking to my dad. That's a whole nother conversation. But um, I would just like to think her legacy is a strong mental state. That everything I taught mom, my, everything my mom taught me verbally and through her actions, because my mom taught me a lot of shit through her actions. Um, because she was a woman. And sometimes she didn't know what to say to me or how to react to me or how to treat me or how to handle certain situations simply because I was a boy. Yeah. So, um... But it seemed like she's... She seemed like she still has some of... I, I would say more of a legacy of, uh, like, understanding. You know what I mean? My mom... Was my mom understanding? I feel like she was. I'm, I'm thinking, as, I'm thinking. My mom was really understanding. And then think about some of the things that she expressed to you about who you are and how you are. You know what I mean? Like, with you having, like, that short temper. She, she, she like, my mom taught me about shutting down. I used yeah. to shut down. Like, I get aggravated or mad or I would not talk. Mm. I, I'm done talking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done talking I'm not gonna say no more She was just like Mac you can talk to me When you're mad mm. She was like Don't disrespect me I never forget She's like Don't disrespect me But you can talk to me You don't have to shut down Like she My mom My mom was that nigga yo My mom I don't know what her Her legacy is 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 me Okay. My mom's my mom's legacy is Larry McKinley Hilton Jr. And look, she ain't even want to name me that. <laughs> but it's her legacy is me, and I'm gonna continue. I'm 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 a great dude. I'm a great man. I'm hardworking. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't give up. I have a strong mind state. Like, yo, I'm an amazing dude. By the time I die, and I had that big-ass funeral, that big-ass Masonic funeral, all my family and friends, and yeah, and don't nobody really... Don't nobody got nothing bad to say about me Just all my accomplishments And how I worked on my Even if they do talk about my bad attitude Quick temper and how emotional I was Yo, my nigga worked through all that shit He was an amazing dude even through all that shit That's my mom's legacy She, she, all my mom cared about was me yeah. I don't really know what else to say. Like I'm trying to figure out the answer. Nah, I mean but, that's, that's that's it right there. Yeah, my mom. All she cared about was me and making sure her son had a good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm striving to do at 28 years old, um, seven years later. You know what I'm saying? So I'm my mother's legacy. So y'all both. Y'all both. Being related, and since you know your moms have transitioned, what's the relationship like? Oh yeah, that rub wifey feet alarm is going off, y'all. So we gonna have to wrap this up really shortly because I'ma need that. But anyway, hey, I gotta hey y'all uh, for all the fellas out there. You know what I'm saying? If your memory a little bit bad, you know you smoke a little bit too much weed, and you're trying to please your lady at the same time, set an alarm clock for what you need to do for your lady. I got an alarm clock for 11 o'clock p.m. just to rub wifey feet. Come on now, shout out to my mama for for, for teaching me how to treat a woman. Come yes. on now, I am my mother's legacy. Yes. What was you saying? There you go. Um, so Tony, with your mom, your mom led uh, leads a legacy for the family, uh, the union bond, bringing people together. Tradition, I would say, is a, a yeah. better word. Okay. Your mother was all about tradition. tradition. Yeah. When I say Christmas time, yeah. Like Tony, real, real, like, the whole house be a winter wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It be fake yes. snow. It be fake put, snow in the house. Yes. If you dare trains to put an ornament on the tree in the wrong place from wherever she, she touched it. That's, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I ain't know that. <laughs> she was not playing. Not playing. It was, Especially she when been. she was paralyzed and she couldn't do it herself. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't you dare. Around the house, babe. Around the house, literally. Around the house was a train. Right? Am I right? Am I not yeah. tripping? She's artistic. Was a, was artistic, a, was a train scene. Did it go in the room at one point? It going like delivering one from the living room oh, yeah. to the kitchen oh, to that back room, yeah. and then you you go watch it or you wait for it to come back out. Yes, yeah. and Lisa had the was whole was shit chewing was tradition choo choo chewing too Co- cookies the, story time story time the night before That's Christmas dope. yes That's all through the house not a creature and was staring out even a fucking mouse with, like, with Carter uh, for real yeah because I started doing that with Taj and Drees yeah. and and all of them and then Carter came into it and yeah um, we did it when she was like. I think when she we skipped when she was one we did it when she was two and we made fudge and stuff like that and those are the, the traditions that i remember mm. with my mom was christmas thanksgiving birthdays easter whatever it was if it was about family for her i knew i was going to have a great time because mm. he was there lanaja brianna david we have a big family like cousins like we have a we we motherfucking cousins, yo. Mm-hmm. Like 
we motherfucking cousins. So y'all, I mean, y'all seem very, very close. Um, where you, since your mom's transition, are y'all closer to family now? I think that we have something in common. It definitely brought us together. Hold right. up, hold up. Listen to the question. She ain't talking I, about you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking she, about family. Oh, just family in, in and general. yeah, okay. other family members and whatnot. Has it brought you closer to and them? We closing soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is pretty much yeah. This give, the give last. Us, give us ten. Give this us ten, fifteen more minutes. We had an hour and twenty Wait, minutes. No, no, no. You just let it fly, fly. Okay. However, she about to go to sleep. Y'all see this? This is it right here. Shout out to this hardworking young woman right here. This you know tired for no reason, and she off tomorrow. I'm not tired for no reason. Man. Don't, don't okay, lie. you're right. She's not tired for no reason. Um, but are you close? How uh, did, did you get closer to your after Aunt Lisa passed? And did you get closer to your family? Did you did it open your eyes or something? Whatever. Did you get you know how did how did you know talk to the mic? It could be simple. You know, slight. Shit happens. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll leave it at that. Facts. All right. Um, <laughs> shout out to my mom's best friend, Miss Andrea. I was talking to her today, and what she was saying, what she had told me when my mother died, she gave me a heads up. Like, literally, like, after my mom passed, she was, it was me, my mom, and Miss Andrea in the room when my mom took her last breaths. Um, and she literally said, Mac, death changes a, a lot changes a lot it yeah. brings frustration to the family it breaks families up it, it does some shit death does some shit and um so you said shit happens um for me i will say <clears throat> my losing my mom it made me get closer to my family as much as i could yeah um it made me realize that beef wasn't worth it like having problems with my family and my and whatever it wasn't worth it um shit. i just think there's a lot of more factors on my end that would like i said make it that shit happens yes you do have a lot of factors of people on the opposite side of the fence from you yes what else? Because once again, you know, like I said, I was looking for what I had. True. Because I had it. Um. Mm, so shit happened. Y'all gonna put whatever the, the fuck that put with me? I made me. It made me closer to my family. <clears throat> but I also don't have a problem dropping family either simple as that um my mom ain't teach me that my mom ain't get to teach me about protecting my peace yeah she ain't get to teach me that i don't think she even knew about protecting her peace i don't think none of our family knew what that was we are a whole different gen different generation a whole generation yeah. different mindset different understanding i don't think they would even know how to describe that because um, of what they were raised off of Because of what they were raised off of Um uh, I'm reading through my notes right now It's past my bedtime Huh? We went through everything I think we went through everything Yeah 
Um, I did have one question. Huh, is that everything? Is that everything before we go? Before we get out of here? You trying to talk all night. Before we get out of here, hey, um, I do want to end it. And I want you to think about this, cuz I'm, I'm about to ask you a question. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because who, who knows? Who knows what the spirits can hear? You know what I'm saying? The spirits hear all. The spirits hear right. all? They don't miss nothing. All right, so if the spirits don't miss nothing, what do you have to say to your mom right now? Mm. <sighs> um, I hope I'm making you proud. You know, I hope I am the woman that you envisioned me to become. I hope I'm the mother that you envisioned me to become. All I ever wanted was to make her happy, make her proud, and, you know, keep watching over me. Keep spilling your spirit into Carter because I swear for God. Yes. Your grandchild is just like you. Yes. That little so girl keep, so loving. Keep protecting her. You know, I can't even care for myself anymore. I want my mom to watch over Carter. Mm. Because Carter is Lisa. Right. Reincarnated. Wow. I need to protect her. Mm. You know, so continue giving me power and happiness and love and strength and success and keep following me and. Make sure I keep my head on right Because there are times when I'm ready to end it all And Lisa, I'm going to make sure she keep her head on right too You <laughs> know what I'm saying right I, 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 stay, I try not to stay too in her shit But I'll be watching <laughs> That's it I love you, Mom Facts I love you, Aunt Lisa Mom, if you, if you hear me right now If you out there listening The last thing I told you my mom ain't transitioning until I pulled up. My mom, uh, she didn't transition until I came to the house. And the last, one of the last things out my mom's mouth to my aunt was, what about Mac? What's going to happen to Mac? And... The last thing I told her when I finally, when I got that call, that she hadn't went non-responsive, and it could be any moment, I took that 45-minute ride from Jacksonville, and I told her, I said, Mom, you don't have to worry about me. I'm going to be okay. Um, I'm going to be okay. You don't got to worry about me. I told her I had got a, had a job. I was about to get a second job. I was about to get a raise. Like, your boy is good. Your baby boy is good. Um, shit ain't changed. Excuse my language, mama. I'm a little grown now. I talk a little different. Things ain't changed. I'm still out here doing what I got to do to make you proud. I'm doing what I got to do for my kids. That I don't have yet <laughs> for your future grandkids. Speaking them into existence. Yes. Um, I'm good, and I'm gonna keep striving. I'm gonna keep pushing. I ain't gonna never give up. I remember everything you taught me, and uh, I love you, and I I know you love me. 
So I'm gonna make you proud. I'm gonna continue to make you proud because I know I have. So that's it, y'all. Alright, listen, y'all wanna close it? Hold on, I wanted to close it on the hook. But hey, we can go ahead and uh Oh, this is the end of the track anyway. Happy 11 11 on that. And it's 1 2. Yes, happy 11. Let's end it on 11 11. Yo, who we got right here? 1 2. Oh, Mermaid Queen. Y'all know co host. All right. Who else we got over there? Muffin. Muffin, (laughs) yes. That's what her mom called her Muffin. Yeah, we got we got my cousin Muffin, aka Alicia, aka Tony Smith, aka. Oh, I ain't mean to get your government out like that. I'm sorry. Um, yo, it's your boy, Big Smooth, Smooth Black, Suave Negrito, Jefe Hilton, King Black, the heartbroken people healer himself. That's also one of the shit, heartbroken people healer. Like, I'm the heartbroken. That name speaks for itself, yo. Like, shit, my mom was heartbroken people healer. Like, yo. It's 11-11. Yes. It's your boy, Larry Hilton, and we out. Yo, this is the Cow Session, and this is Two Motherless Children. That's doing good. Doing great. Peace. Motherfucking cow session, bitch. Dear mama.